This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Love having this young lady on. She is a world traveler. I think still jet lagged from the last trip to Italy. It's Simona Mangiante Papadopoulos. Simona, great to see you again. How are you? Hi, Joe. It's always a pleasure to be on your show. This time I'm connecting from California. Yeah, you, so, and, and last time you were in Italy, and before that I had you from Greece. So I just love that you're all over the place. How do you find out how to sleep? Your body must be very confused. Well, I am very confused sometimes. I confuse day and night and ears sometimes. Sometimes I find different ears. But, but, <laughs> so but I, that lag of me. I love that you're so involved in, in politics here, over in Europe. I mean, you're, you're somebody who loves Western values, and you're fighting for Western values in a world that's a little bit upside down. You were just in Italy, and you were running for an office that was, would sort of be the go-between between Italian-Americans and Italy. And I'm not sure how that worked out. We could talk about that later. But the most important thing is, holy mackerel, how did Georgia Maloney win? Did you see this well, coming? I mean, I- I- Italians are ready to get back to values, aren't they? Absolutely. I saw that coming because, first of all, I know personally Giorgio Meloni. I've been uh, part of their uh, Fratelli d'Italia, bro- uh, Brothers of Italy. I've been an activist. Uh, right. And uh, we also envisaged uh, a pot- potential candidate at some point until I got another ally- alliance which shared the same ideological platform. Um, so Giorgio Meloni is definitely uh, the, the demonstration that Italians are deeply rooted in uh, those values, which are God, family, and country. And these, independently by the political ideology, uh, those values are living in our DNA. Uh, we are we lead by example. And I'm so happy and I'm welcome and ecstatic about the, the win of this young woman. I want to rem- remind the people that she's only 46. Yeah. She's a woman, when a, a conservative woman uh, reached to a position of power, uh, nobody truly congratulates her. Uh, if you're a Democrat, you become a hero. So let me uh, just uh, be really uh, ecstatic and positive, and I would like to welcome Georgia to lead uh, Italy. It is the best that we could get. And, and you said um, it's the it's Fratello uh, Italia or Italiano. I'm not sure what it is. The Italian Brotherhood. Um, uh, is, okay, so so I'm confused because American media immediately tried to act like uh, the Italian Brotherhood somehow is bad and fascist. It's just a group of people that that are brothers and sisters, and they believe in traditional values. Is that what that what that group is? Well, it's it's absolutely incredible how uh, the Democrats are trying to twist uh, uh, something that it's uh, absolutely straightly positive. Yeah. These are people uh, rooted in their uh, traditions, and our tradition includes uh, strong family values, religion, we have a, a huge sense of God, and nationalism, a deep sense of belonging to our country, uh, defending our country. So if this means to be fascist, probably people don't know much about fascism, and they are uh, sounding, uh, first and foremost, ignorant. Even the uh, same former uh, Prime Minister Matteo Renzi, who is uh, uh, a straight Democrat in Italy, he came out uh, 
with the message that uh, Fratelli d'Italia, Brothers of Italy, is everything but fascist. So we, even in Italy, we are not that polarized and we accept democratically the victory of uh, Giorgia Meloni, even our, our own most ferocious political opponents. Uh, and this is because of uh, one simple reason, that no matter how our ideology, Italians hold these values in our DNA. We are conservative and we live by example. It's not, for example, uh, an accident that we are the country the last divorces uh, in, uh, in in the Europe, and right. not because we get along better than the other, but because we consider the institution of marriage sacred. Uh, and it's, uh, it's something like about Italians' uh, uh, society that it's uh, completely rooted on the concept of family ties. Uh, I make always the example with me. I hear my parents thousand times a day, though I live on the other side of the world. It's something that roots you. And they resisted to the, the Democrat uh, trend of corroding those values uh, into something different. Uh, we are not scared of defining our, our identities uh, in a unifying fashion, not to divide us. Uh, all the Democrats are doing in America is build up uh, identity policy to divide yes. people. I don't have any... Uh, Georgia Meloni has been pretty straight. A woman is a woman, a man is a man, a woman and a man can make children, and two men and two women can't. And this is, if this is meant to be fascist, it's it's just a twist. Yeah, no, but, well, how, is, how is that fascist? It's scientifically and medically and religiously true. Uh, it, what's interesting to me, Simona, it's Simona Maggiante Papadopoulos. Go and follow her. Simona, under, what is it? It's underscore Simona underscore Maggiante. No, it's Simona underscore Maggiante underscore over on, uh, on Instagram. Make sure you follow her. Incredible posts all the time. The thing that gets me is that Italy has Vatican City there. I mean, the the... the, the oldest religion that used to be all of, of uh, Christianity, and then, of course, other branches came off, Catholicism is there, and it's been there forever. So to, to pretend like you don't know that a man is a man and a woman is a woman and that men and women can procreate would be stupid. It would be against Italian history. But why do you think that they have to say fascist? Why do you think they have, and you're right, Ranchi actually told the interviewer, what are you talking about? There's no fascism here. I disagree with her. She's my rival, but I support my country. Why do you Absolutely. think they need to make this a bad thing? Because uh, there is a principle that uh, um, dates of ancient Roman, divide impera. If you divide society and you confuse them about who they are, yeah. you can mold them to be more manageable. People are scared of people that are aware of their identities, people who are aware of their values and they stand strong and tall. And they don't feel lonely because uh, they have structures. The first form of uh, organization in society is family. So when you have a structure, you are less easily uh, Man, man, uh, less uh, uh, manipulate uh, lead to be manipulated. That's no, it's about power and control. I think you're right. It's, it's about power. power. And if you divide, you can control. You can conquer. You can own. And that's why a group like BLM, Black Lives Matter, their charter was to disrupt the Western nuclear family. What does that mean? Let's take fathers out of the family. We'll have the government be the father. We'll have the government be the provider. Now the government can control you. And Maloney said, "We're not playing that game." Absolutely. Another point of the agenda I completely agree with, and even my plat the platform I was running with was pushing, is to stop this welfare concept of uh, uh, perceiving money from the government. You want to dignify people through work. When you work, you're free. You're not depending on yes. the government that is controlling you in many ways. You know, when it comes to minorities, including homosexuality, Fratelli Italia and even Italians are we, we got to the point we absolutely respect any sort of sexual orientation. We just don't want this minority to shape our society. Our society is the one it is, uh, radicated in our values uh, from 
ages and ages and uh, respect of diversity doesn't equate to embolden diversity to change our institutions. That's wow. the bottom line. I mean, that's so well said. I, I want to say it in my very, very boring, no Italian accent way. Um, I'll say what you just said, and I talk about this all the time. Sleep with who you want to. I don't want to be in your bedroom. You want to you want to you live with a dress on and you're a man, uh, you're a free and liberated person, that's fine. Don't make that normal in society. It's abnormal. It's okay. I support your right to do whatever you want. As long as you don't try to force me to do what you're doing. As long as you don't try to tell me I have to live the same way or I have to see that as our formative, you know, um um position in society. You are now forming society around people who are drag queens that are reading to little boys and girls in school or people that are collecting money as they twerk in front of eight-year-olds or a teacher coming to school saying, hey, I'm gay. Anybody else here gay? And I won't tell your parents about it. That's the problem, isn't it? Simona, you said it so much better than I did. We are okay with diversity. We're okay with you living as you want. We're not okay with you telling me that I have to or that we have to accept it as our values. Absolutely. And uh, there is also another bottom line. Your whims are not your rights. If I wake up tomorrow and I feel to be Cleopatra, it doesn't mean that the government should endorse me to be Cleopatra. Everyone has its own tendency differences. When you teach respect, you teach to respect any sort of diversity because they are all uh, also narrowing the diversity of the sexual sphere. We can be different in so many different ways. Yes. So if we teach people to respect each other, the issue is resolved. When we overwork uh, one aspect of diversity, we um, risk a society which is twisted and deformed. And most of Italians don't recognize themselves in that. As I said, as Renzi even demonstrated recently, independently by your political ideology, Italians have those values deeply rooted, and that's why we're a country we are proud of. At Simona underscore Mangiante underscore over on Instagram. Follow her on Twitter as well. Follow her everywhere. I think you're on Getter now. You're on Truth. Uh, you get, go follow yeah, her. Yeah, follow her everywhere. Um, I follow her. If you follow me, you can find her very easily. Uh, I love what you just said. And what's interesting to me is that in the States, as you know, they're also saying, hey, Sweden just went conservative too. But you and I just talked about this. You said that Sweden is not the same conservatism. How is it different than what we just saw happen in, in Italy? Well, uh, it's uh, it's not the same. We are not as polarized. Our debate is much more smoothed. Uh, we don't necessarily hate each other from different political parties. Even uh, the same Giorgia Meloni has done alliances with Maurizio Lupi, which was is from the Democratic Party. Okay. Uh, we all work toward the one uh, single goal, which is the uh, our country. Of course, we some Democrats in Italy try to import the uh, Biden's America, the, this concept of. Uh, controlling society by confusing society about where you stand and who you are. And this is something that I thanks God is not going to happen. We will never have in Italy teachers uh, trying to uh, spot the sexual orientation of a child of five, six, seven years old at school. This is awful. This is absolutely uh, unacceptable. And if being against those type of uh, twist, this type of deformity, means being fastest, then, well, we are probably fastest, but fastest is completely another thing. So I would not like to um, abuse uh, those slogans, which are political slogans of people that decided to uh, point the finger against everything that is different from the agenda they're trying to uh, push forward. And uh, thanks. uh, I'm, I'm very happy that my country took a step back to move forward in an healthy way.
Very well said. It's Simona Magente Papadopoulos. One, one more question on this. Do you think that the left media in this country that keeps on calling her a, a fascist and it's a return of Mussolini, do you think they're doing that because they're hoping to help Biden and the Democrats this November? I think so. They, they're scared of the fact that uh, Italy is a still a strong economy, it's a strong country, and it's showing awareness. Uh, they are showing not to follow blindly the trend of the United States of America leading the world. Yeah. We stay rooted in our values, and as I said, we lead by example. I hope this victory will open eyes to many Americans over here to understand that uh, independently by the agenda, we need to protect our society. Uh, follow her, Simona underscore Mangiante underscore over on Instagram. Follow her on Getter. Uh, not, not Getter. Follow her on Truth. Follow her on uh, Twitter as well. Simona, I've got it. You know so much about, about the world, you know, geopolitical stuff that's going on. Um, and, and you and I have talked about the whole Russia-Ukraine thing many times. And I think that I've gotten more truth than you than we've got from you than we've gotten from anybody in our government. So now all of a sudden, the pipelines have been attacked. I mean, obviously, they didn't just break. Somebody um, uh, went and vandalized or they attacked the pipelines, Nord Stream 1 and 2. And this is going to have major effect on Europe when it comes to energy. And now we're heading into the into the winter months. What do you think happened here? Do you think that we did this? That Though not me, you and me, but do you think that our government did this? And if so, why? Unfortunately, I believe that it's all about a matter of energetic self-sufficiency. This war has been escalated by the United States for a reason, and uh, probably what recently happened is the reason. We know that uh, uh, Italy is refusing to import gas from Russia, and it's doing it while Russia is exporting its gas to potentially bigger market, which is China. Right. When we talk about those sanctions, people think it's their unethical response to war. I always say uh, we are all horrified by the war, but we should look for a remedy to stop this bloodshed. And this bloodshed is not being stopped by escalating a potential nuclear reaction from Putin and fighting a war uh, of the United States over there against Russia. Right. So, it's, of course, there are uh, political and the geopolitical reasons for this pipeline to be attacked. And uh, all it comes to energy, we have the answer in uh, who's going to supply uh, those uh, resources that now we, through the sanction, we are giving up. Well, you know, under Trump, Nord Stream 2 was stopped. It, the, the construction wasn't going to continue, and Trump made a deal with the EU that you have to buy your gas from me. All the liquefied natural gas has to come from the United States. We're protecting you from Russia. We're protecting you from China. Exactly. You should buy it from us. And, and the EU said, okay, we'll buy it from you. Biden comes in, and they started reconstruction of the, of the Nord Stream 2 four days later, and suddenly the deals that we had for liquefied natural gas went away. So do you think this is Biden's way of making them buy it from us, or or is this, his, is this his way of pushing green energy somehow? What well, is this? As I said, Trump, if, you, if you look at Trump foreign policy, he has been the most anti-Russia president. He's the one that was pushing the, the interest of America first. Yes. And he was doing it honestly without uh, spreading war and blood all around in, in this area. But Biden has been pushing the democratic narrative just to drag everybody into his own agenda. But then has been, to me, Biden is a war criminal. That's if you want to know my own opinion. Uh, and uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident in saying that. Uh, I think after I've been working in Ukraine, also right. deep and what you have done there. So this is, uh, this is what they're trying to do, trying to get this result, uh, but by uh, escalating uh, a conflict that is going to be potentially very dangerous. I'm actually very much concerned by that. Simona, what do you think uh, Ukraine is doing with the billions of dollars we're sending? I don't think they're using it for all for arms and to fight Russia. I think somebody's getting very rich. What's happening to this money? Do you know? 
I think they are uh, just uh, basically creating new oligarchs. <laughs> that's uh, that's probably the distribution. As we know, also we have information that all these weapons that have been sent to Ukraine has now been sold on the black market too. So there is uh, something really dark going on over there that has nothing to do with humanitarian aid or support. Uh, w- one last thing on that, and it's Simona Magiante Papadopoulos. You've got to follow her everywhere. She's amazing. Um, I-, I just have to know, how does this war stop? In your opinion, what is going to make this end? We don't want Russia to take over Ukraine, but I don't know if they want to take over all of Ukraine. They want parts of it. I don't, I don't even want that. But how is this going to end? Because I don't think our money is helping. No, it's not helping. The only thing that would help is to have a diplomatic intervention to push negotiation and everybody, we should push Ukraine to give up something for Putin. Unfortunately, we have uh, uh, two uh, horror, uh, I'm not apologizing Putin at all, it's horrific what he's doing, right. but of course, uh, uh, instigating more uh, war reaction is not going to help the peace to happen. So we should definitely try to uh, move on the negotiation pattern and uh, understand that at some point nobody is going to be a winner right now. We should just give up. Uh, each of the countries has to give up something to uh, finally prevent other deaths to happen and potentially a third world war. We, we have to understand that Ukraine is not a member of the European Union, is not a member of NATO. Uh, back on time, Putin set some condition that Zelensky didn't even bother to uh, consider or negotiate with. Right. It just uh, immediately has for intervention of the NATO or the European Union on the other side, though Ukraine doesn't belong to any of that. So when I said that, like, I, I speak against a sanction to Russia, it's not because I'm pro-Russia, absolutely not, but I'm because I'm pro-Western economy. Well, it's har- it's harming Western Europe badly. It's, 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 it's harming Italy. I don't know what's going to happen in the next months when we import 98% of our gas from Russia. Even Germany stepped back. Yeah, it's a it's a crazy situation that we don't fully understand here because the liars in the media here are pretending that Zelensky and Ukraine are some sort of representative democracy or republic like we are. And they're not. They're nothing like us. Uh, there isn't the freedom and liberty there that we have here. Yet uh, at the same time, like you said, we don't want Putin to be the aggressor. It's Simona Mangiante Papadopoulos. Follow her Simona underscore Mangiante underscore over on uh, on Instagram. Follow her on Twitter. Also on Truth. Simona, thanks to me. We stay stay in the States for a while, would you? Uh, absolutely, and I'm here for a long time. It's, it's home, too. <laughs> well, very good. So, gl- so glad to see you. Come back on soon. Thank you very much, Joe. All right, very take nice care. We'll show. talk Thank soon. You. We're back after this. Stay right here. Thank you. You're listening to Joe Pags. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system.
Great to have you. We appreciate Simona coming on. You know, when you're over there in it and you see what's going on and you understand the sea change that's happening in Italy and other parts of Western Europe, you, you sort of get bolstered by it knowing that people are actually standing up for traditional values, Judeo-Christian values, that are so under attack in a country like ours. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Sign up for all the social media. The numbers are starting to blow up over there. Go check that out. I will post that interview in its entirety later on Rumble. Another big hour coming your way. Do not touch that dial. Talk to you in a minute. This is the Joe Pegg Show.